So I took a note here on a dream I had the other night. Oh, yeah? I had a dream that we did a cool intro to the next episode. Oh? And then I realized we hadn't started recording yet. Um, and I got really upset. That was my dream. Oh. Oh, boy. episode 14 yes um, we were, if you were listening to one episode daily you'd have enough to last you two weeks so uh or uh, um, one fortnight yes one fortnight we did it we did it we made fortnight yeah we did it we we caused the black hole um chapter two is gonna be set in minecraft because because uh, it's a better know. game <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Uh, uh, I'm. I. I'm not taking a side here. But who's to say? Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is the the Spooptober episode. The all oh, right. Yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Hmm. Or terrible Halloween. Have a have a have a stinky Halloween. I hope you you lightly hurt yourself in a way that isn't detrimental to anything you have planned. Mm. Like you, like you get jump scared and you like you slightly hit your elbow on the table, and you, like your arm goes tingly for a second because you hit like a nerve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did that with my fingers. I like hit something with my hand, and my entire arm went numb. Uh... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, like, I, I... I, It must have been, like, a nerve that's, like, under the knuckles or something, because then my entire hand went numb and tingly. So, you know, that was... It's something like that, where it's, like, unpleasant for, like, two seconds, but then you're fine. Mm. You get... Yeah. <laughs> you're just cursing everyone who's listening to <laughs> yes. this, like... But the, the most, like, light curse ever. <laughs> just... Yeah. I hope you... Stub your I hope toe. your coffee is slightly too hot and your tongue hurts for a bit. Yeah, I hope you burn your <laughs> your taste buds when <laughs> you sip your tea. Yeah, or maybe you sit down on your chair too quickly so you end up like hitting your tailbone, <laughs> or you stand up too quickly and you have an iron deficiency, so everything goes blurry. <laughs> and any of these things could happen, but um, yeah, any and oh, all of yes, them. Yes, it is Halloween. <laughs> any and or all of them but uh yeah this will be the spoopaween episode um there was a lot of talk of last episode of sick boy wobbles um, oh yes seems you're um, perfectly fine you now. probably hear in my voice and lack of actually i was quite good at muting whenever i was coughing but uh <laughs> yeah lack of stuffiness and taking of several drugs before recording that I'm not sick <laughs> but um yeah it, it's it been weird I'm still I think just on the tail end but I think that's just general like autumn wintry stuffiness mm-hmm. yeah like going outside makes your nose slightly snotty for a bit yeah um, I think everybody has that yeah 
it's definitely, I think, as I've gotten older, my immune system's gone stronger. Now, whenever I get a cold, it's like the ultra death cold. <laughs> I've gone through the mild sne- uh, blowy nose and the mildly sore throat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead, I had the, like, headachey, tummy hurty cold <laughs> that more <laughs> resembled influenza than a cold. Which, uh. Yeah. Hmm. I mean. By that same logic, I feel like I'm immune to everything now, which I guess is more or less true. I don't get yeah. sick very often. Unless well, like you're not vaccinated. Yeah. No, um, I am. You know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah, I guess when I do get sick, I tend to like not uh <laughs> allow myself to be too affected by it. Like I don't know. Right. Like obviously, yeah. if it was something major, it would it would uh, right it would take me out for a few days. But I can't remember the last yeah, time I, I had normally that. just I normally just don't go into depending on how much sicky like how many fluids I'm producing, and if it's it's a high amount, I'm most likely not going to because there's a high risk of contam- contamination. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but it was quite interesting because I had because I went off because I was yeah feeling terrible, and then I went it back in because I felt slightly less terrible but because like when you're ill you forgot what it's like to not be ill mm-hmm. so anything could have felt better but you know <laughs> but uh going in playing i think because it was the day where we play football and it was like raining and cold my cold got worse so i had to stay up the next day and then finally i felt better and then was able to go back in it, it was a, it was a weird it was a weird week when i was uh sick boy wabbles Hmm. Thank goodness for modern medicine and technology. Because that, yeah, <laughs> it is weird how that would have been fatal to someone like a millennia ago. Yeah. Also, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. So um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is the Halloween episode. We've so far discussed wobbles wishing injuries upon you and uh, various. Sick, sick and fluids, I think, was pathogens and ailments. Yes, uh, that should be the chapter name. I guess we've discussed pestilence, and yeah, now we move on to death. No, uh, um, um, famine. I don't. I just had the slightest feeling the whole horsemen of the apocalypse don't have much to do with Halloween. You're probably right. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's the revelations. That's not. I mean, yeah, Halloween. I was gonna say if the four horsemen of um, the apocalypse came every time it was Halloween, we would only have one Halloween, <laughs> and it would have been a while. It. <laughs> I was gonna say we would have a lot of apocalypse, apocalypse eye, <laughs> apocalypses. Um, isn't it's like the name of an era in Israel? I think. Hmm. So. Could you have a plural of a place? I guess you could. There's nothing stopping you. There's a lot of Springfields. Yeah, you could have... I mean, They're not really the same, though. That would be hilarious if they were. They're all modeled exactly the same. There's a million Simpson families. Mm-hmm. Speaking of train wrecks... Um, yes. <laughs> what have we even talked about so far? This is... Uh, yeah, this has been the weirdest follow-up slash opening section I think we've had so far. 
this is what happens when you get an episode a day earlier than you're expecting it to. Uh, mm. You know, it's not right. on the first of the month. It's on the last of the month. And uh, surprise, we have... We've we've we've, we've uh, forgotten how to thrown you talk astray. Yes, <laughs> I hope you feel bamboozled, um, perhaps frightened. Probably not. Probably. Um, so <laughs> these uh these houses. Yes, <laughs> the houses. Yeah, I mean there wasn't too much testing done beforehand. So right, Zeroni. Two of us to test it, really. <laughs> yeah. So the designer not being a user type thing. I guess maybe we were users, in a way. At the moment, but, um, there seems like there might be a slight flaw in that. Um, it's it's leaning pretty heavily towards House Raccoon. Right. Yeah. Um. But so we might we might try, like, not maybe rewriting the quiz or just like figuring out. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because I wrote most of the questions that it leans towards... Like, I made my own answers sound more reasonable than the other answers. Right, right. Or if it's... I don't know. It could just also be that, like, we have a certain kind of demographic that leans towards one thing. And if we got yeah, yeah. some listeners that, you know... Were more random, or just some people to yeah. take the quiz that were more random. Maybe it would come out more even, right? But it might also just be like how, um, yeah, like how the traits of each house line up differently. Like there was like the more introverted, extra, extroverted, and then like the creative kind, and then whatever the other one was, like more uh, <laughs> scientific. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was more factual and scientific. Yeah. I guess there's a couple groups that aren't specifically mutually exclusive. Because mm-hmm. even um, I got Doggo with the plus raccoon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's just um, yeah, It'd be uh, interesting to see. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, I have the numbers now. At the current uh, state of things, there are seven raccoons, two doggos, two um, blank that hasn't been named yet. Uh, and one st- star that hasn't been named yet. <laughs> so, so seven twelfths, or just fifty, just over fifty percent of the population is raccoon. Yeah, like fifty, well, fifty plus a seventh of a hundred. No, and anyhow, yeah. It, so I think yeah, it's just like a the culmination of all these things mm-hmm. has led it to be. A weirdly overpowering majority to Ward's raccoon. Yeah. We haven't actually talked too much about uh, what we're going to do about that. Yeah. Um... We could do, like, a new... I mean, we did basically advertise the first quiz as beta, so we could just redo the quiz to some degree. Redo the quiz. But Yeah, I think once we've got, like, a quiz up and going, we can talk about what you want to do with it first. Mm-hmm. Like cross that bridge when we uh, get to it. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just been interesting developments with the whole uh, thing. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see because I, I feel like it's okay if one 
it house is a little bit larger than the others. You, right, like, uh, but probably like a a five four four three. Is that, is that maths? No, it's not maths. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like one house would have five, another would have like three. Right. Then the rest would have. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it would be it'd be interesting to see if a few more people uh, take the quiz and end up in different houses. Uh, I think yeah. then we might keep yeah. it. But yeah, then it's then it's yeah. That's, that's why it's tricky because we're not sure if it's just this population size mm-hmm. is yeah. It uh, we, yeah. It's not like if this population size is small and un like yeah, it's a too small sample size or. There's something actually like some actual flaws with the quiz. Mm-hmm. That's also is tricky to field test it because it is in itself about <laughs> this podcast, which would be tricky to advertise on a, a wider level, right? Yeah, like it's such a a niche thing. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Be interesting to see where this goes, though. It's been it's been quite interesting seeing the the discourse like, in a way of the. I think it the housing is debacle. certainly um, the most activity we've had on the the MBD. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, uh, but um, but also you should go check out the MBD if you haven't already. Yeah, <laughs> it goes without saying. Link in the description. The doobly do. <laughs> but um, yeah. Link in the doobly do. So um, we uh. We gotta do a spoopy spoop quiz. Yeah, you can't believe you didn't transition there. That's gotta be the easiest transition in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of quizzes, uh, oh, of course, yes. We, uh, Speaking of trivial things, no. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, we didn't really have a plan for this episode other than we need to do a spooky quiz <laughs> right and yet but we found one yeah and uh... and yet we waited to google it like like five minutes ago yeah <laughs> um all right so you have the quiz open in front of you yeah so this turns out this is actually like the the beano comic i thought it was which is it's an old um i guess like it's not a yeah it's like a it was like a, a magazine but yeah it just had lots of comics in but i have just realized yeah this is going to be a very uh like i said yeah british brit boy quiz um is it because of its origin mm. uh so uh you know that's in theme with the show should we, yeah so should we uh, uh as um philip defranco would say let's jump into it all right so question one where does halloween come from um, I guess, so the options are an ancient festival to celebrate the dead, Father Christmas's birthday, <laughs> the start of the pumpkin season, or a motorway s- service station outside of Birmingham. I'm gonna... Well, the last one... Oh, it's... Okay, I was gonna say, the last one isn't, like, an actual location. Is it? But... Like a motorway, like it. It's oh, a, like where it comes like a, from. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a physical proposition. But the other ones are, uh, I forgot the word. But yeah, <laughs> um, I don't. I, I. It's probably the. I, well, yeah. I think the answer is gonna be the first one. But it wasn't to celebrate the dead. 
Yeah. Um, original Halloween was like, um, they believed that during, um, the pagan tradition was during harvest time, this evil spirits come out, like it's a, um, weird time where, um, the living and the dead cross over for a day, so people dress up all spooky-like to scare away the demons. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's I definitely the closest. <laughs> yeah. But I also, like, the start, like, it's, also it's, like, not the start of the pumpkin season, it's the end of harvest as well. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. we can, we can, so I'm guessing, yeah, so eliminate that one first. Yeah. Father Christmas's birthday. What is it? I think, I swear, there has to be a thing. It is, yeah. I'm trying to remember what it but was. it's but not on Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, I, I gather not much. So I, I assume it's, yeah, an ancient festival to celebrate the dead. Should we, uh, let's go for that one then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice. We, we did it. Yeah, I guess this is one of those quizzes where it tells you. As you go. As you go. Yeah. Okay, number two. Before people used pumpkins, what were jack-o'-lanterns made of? Mm. I have a, it might, I think it might be turnips, because they're, because they're, uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with onions. Ooh, could be potatoes. It's not bananas. No, not bananas. Onions. Oh. <laughs> if it's but bananas, onion, we're just onion. stupid. Onions. Um. Well, I, sh- I feel like we should lock in our answers before either of us click. Yeah. Right. So. So. I'm. I'm gonna go with onions. Are you going turnips or? I might go turnips. Yeah. Okay. Because, I don't know, it just feels like it's a more carvable item than an onion. Oh, but, uh, you're right. I get, yeah, an onion doesn't have the... Because I, I think I do know of, like... I think there is something you can do of onions that's Spookoween-themed. Mm-hmm. But I think it's jack-o'-lantern specifically. I think it might actually be... Because t- there are... Because there are... Well, these are all roots apart from bananas. Um, I just have the feeling that, like, yeah, I think turnips are more... Um, oh, autumn food, I think. Yeah. So I might, I think I'll, I'll go, go turnips, so. Oh, I thought you already did. Yeah. Oh, no. No, it is turnips. Okay, yeah. It is turnips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going over the thing again. Okay, good. It's like, seeing if you can talk yourself out of it. <laughs> yeah. How closely can I tread the line? Okay. Pumpkins come in lots of different colors, but which one of these is made up? Blue, green, white, glow in the dark. I know this. Well, purple. green and white makes sense. Um, glow in the dark, purple is oddly specific, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go blue. Yeah. All right. Because I know they they've made glow in the so blue. Oh, what? I was gonna say genetic research feels like it's been it's gone far enough that glow in the dark purple would make sense. Yeah. But to be fair, I feel like we're expecting a random online quiz to be brilliant at bluffing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we maybe overthought that one. I've seen, right. Because I know, I think I've, because I've seen purple pumpkins, but I guess, so I guess blue isn't that much of a stretch, but. Mm. Okay. Where is Transylvania? Romania. Or is it in Pennsylvania? No. Is it Romania? <laughs> I, the, uh, okay, like... the options here are Hungary, Scotland, Hungary, Romania. Scotland, Romania, nowhere it's made up. No, I... Because it was written by... What's his face? That one. You know, the guy. Brom one of the... Stoker? Are you talking about Dracula? Yeah. yeah. They didn't write Transylvania. 
Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he just wrote it into existence. <laughs> it's like that uh, Walks, somewhere in the middle of something. Eastern Europe. Yeah. Like Life Note. Hmm. That you can build things using your book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, I swear it's based off an actual place in Eastern Europe. That's where all the big heck off abandoned castles are. So, hmm. I'm fairly certain on Romania. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll I'll go to Romania as well. Okay. So, if, yeah. We're collaborating here. <laughs> yeah, this is... Okay. Um, oh, yeah, Romania. Yeah, that was right. Yes. What do you call the ha- the fear of Halloween? Fear of Halloween. Well, um, well, acute boring syndrome, deadly pumpkin. Only one of these is a phobia. It's, yeah, it's Samhainophobia. Samhainophobia. Spookitis. Spookyitis. Acute boring syndrome and deadly pumpkin disease. Yeah, like imagine being scared of something that sounds like lol nerd forehead. <laughs> it's gotta be Samhainophobia. Samhainophobia. Okay, Samhainophobia, go. Yep. Sorry if there's any mentors out there that are Samhainophobic. Yeah, maybe maybe skip this one. Yeah. Okay, which one of these would be the most useful in a we- if a werewolf attacked you? A, a gun with a silver bullet. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why I'm doing A, B. A big, <laughs> a big stick, a cardboard box to hide in, like Solid Snake, um... A 10 second head start to run away. Silver bullet. Or an A10 warthog, I thought. <laughs> Loaded I feel like that'd be pretty effective. With silver yeah, <laughs> Loaded with sil- <laughs> silver bullets. But yeah, no, it's it's silver bullets. Okay. Um, okay. Boy Shucker. When when do werewolves transform themselves? 10 pm every, uh, every second Tuesday of the month during lunar eclipses. When there's a full moon, whenever they feel like it, it's full moon. Yeah. It's the, this isn't Twilight. We should have vetted this quiz for difficulty. Maybe. The turnout. To be fair, this is on a website for children. And the pumpkins confused us. (laughs) And that adds the list of sentences I never thought I would hear this morning. (laughs) The Um, the pumpkins confused us. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, when there's a full moon. All right. What's your verdict? Oh, full moon. Yeah, I already clicked it. Yeah, okay. Easy. All right. Victorians were big fans of spooky things, but why did they put bells in coffins? This is actually kind of fricked up. Um, So they could get into heaven easier in case they were buried alive by accident and needed to ring for help. So their ghosts could call for supper and it made a nice tinkling noise at the funeral. No, Buried alive. Yeah, it's the second one. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's just weird. Like, the medical technology wasn't good enough, so he just, like... Just to be sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could ring a bell. And, uh, well, you know. So, yeah, the top one. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, the second one. Oh, boy, shock. I don't understand, like, how you can't, like, check to see if someone's breathing or if they have a pulse or anything. Like, Right. Unless they did a Nick Fury and had, like, half a heartbeat every 14 hours, and that's how they looked like they were dead. <sighs> yeah. But happened quite a bit <laughs> during that time. All right, this was... What does Dracula transform himself into? Um, a cat, hat, bat, or rat? Uh, a bat. A bat. It'd be really funny if he transformed into a hat. <laughs> Alright, yeah. A bat. Oh, boy. 
Um, what do mummies smell like? Probably really nice. Incense they were buried with. Old feet, wet dog, roast beef. Well, incense, because, like... <laughs> and they made sure their boys smelled fresh before sending them to the afterlife. Anyhow, yeah, so the first one. <laughs> yep. There we go. Oh, that's a good boy. Oh, man. Okay. What do you call a ghost that moves around your house? A poltergeist? Moves a things around your house. Oh, moves... Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's... A... Oh, sorry. Uh, so it's either a poltergeist, a poltrygo ghost, a poltergeist, or a, a pointy beast, which I did... May or may not have <laughs> misread in my head. <laughs> um, Poultry ghost. So... Um, I feel like this is really bad for kids who can't hear words properly. Mm-hmm. Like, someone's been calling it a poultry ghost their entire life. <laughs> this is also not but, uh, even... Yeah. I don't think the defining, like, qualifications right, I, of I, a poultry ghost. I, I do... There are, like... I think there are definitions in place, but that's only if you're being pedantic about made-up see-through people. A ghost that moves things around in your house. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it's... Uh, yeah, well, I think. Uh, it's a poltergeist. <laughs> or poltergeist. That's like the actual one that exists. Yeah. Nice. Alright. The actual one that exists. Like the actual the actual word that exists. Um, <laughs> when are we gonna start? What are mummies? Minty what are mummies? Ghost hunters. <laughs> <laughs> what are mummies wrapped up in? Linen cloth, crap paper, loo roll. Nothing. That's just their pajamas. So, are you saying they don't wear anything as their pajamas? Uh, <laughs> you know what? Let's just get ignored. Uh, it's linen cloth, obviously, <laughs> but. Crap paper. Crap paper. L- I mean, you, loo you, maybe roll. loo roll. I, yeah, I appreciate it. You were right on this <laughs> being a, a, a British boy quiz or pseudo French quiz. But no. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, you don't if if you gotta go and you gotta go. Also, just looking at this photo, that guy's got some big chompers on him. Anyhow, yeah, <laughs> so linen cloth. Unusually large teeth, yeah. Okay, so yeah, it's linen cloth. And those are unusually right. large pumpkins. How how heavy was the world? Twice as heavy as the world's heaviest carrot. Okay, now this one's just kind of stinky. Um, yeah, this is, this is one we're probably going to get wrong. Right, because it's just a. G- I mean, how heavy was the world's not- largest pumpkin? Nine hundred kilos, one ton, twice as heavy as yeah, the world's largest metric ton, heaviest carrot. Um, five foot, five foot. Well, that's five, like the only weirdly specific kilos. one. Yeah, but yeah, and again, the third one, like, wait, but does that chonker looks like it weighs more than a ton or around a ton? Mm, I'm gonna go with the 554. I think that's a good point. Yeah, about it being weirdly specific. Which one are you gonna yeah. go? With? I'll go 554 as well. Yeah, because it's be it again. I I don't know if a kid's comic book website will try to play mind games with us, but I'll go 554. Nope, it was no. <laughs> it was 900. 
like so never mind we have been pranked by beano.com all right go see beano which one of these ghost stories from around the world has made well <laughs> well um which one of these ghost stories is made up <laughs> um well i don't I'm not sure oh, they mean they mean, up. like as in, the made upness of it is made up. They mean which one is not a real ghost story. Like if I if yeah. I Google these phrases, I'll I'll yeah. find a ghost story for three of them, and the fourth one is just a stupid thing. And I'm gonna assume um. that <clears throat> Captain Spooky Chops from West Royslip. Yeah. Whereas, but yeah, I was gonna say like the Managanalagal from the Philippines, the Pokong, Pokong, what? From Indonesia. Indonesia, and then. Oh, Chuko. Oh man, I forgot. From oh, Chuko? From Chile. Chile. The Chupacabra. But uh, yeah, no, I'm guessing it's Captain Spooky Chops. Yeah. Unless, like, they're playing games on us and, like, the... I'm locking M- I'm locking in Captain Spooky Chops. Yeah. <laughs> Don't <laughs> I, overthink I, I, this. Okay. <laughs> no, oh, no, I should... Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy, shocker. Yeah, it's fake. What's the only way to kill us? Well, depends what, like, book you're reading <laughs> or game you're playing or movie you're watching or role-playing airsoft arena you're in. Feed it cold custard. I mean, unless like the zombie is the eleventh Doctor, cut off its head and destroy its brain. Make it watch old black and white movies until it dies of boredom. You know, Laurel and Hardy are good. Um, oh, custard does the every time him. a bell rings. That's a good movie. Well, actually, it's, it's kind of boring. Um, the no, last half an hour of that movie is good. It's a wonderful life. It's a, like the last half hour. I, 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 I haven't actually watched it, and oh no, I watched it quite recently. Hmm. This is the Halloween episode, though. But yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, back. It is impossible to try, try to make friends with it instead. This isn't like some weird game where you can romance the zombie, <laughs> unless. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's cut off its head or destroy uh, yeah, its that's, brain. That's the general consensus. That's usually how it works. Yep, so, there we go. What brought Frankenstein's monster to life? Um, oh, what's, her, what's the name of the author? Um, Mary Shelley. Mary Shelley, yeah. She, she, she brought Frankenstein's monster to life. Um, but thunder is in cloud. Uh, so, lightning, thunder, heavy rain, and alarm clock. Lightning is the actual bolt... Thunder is when it's up in the clouds going... Heavy rain is um, uh, a good game, actually. And an alarm clock is annoying. So I... (laughs) I'm going to say lightning. Yeah. There we go. Are pumpkins fruits or vegetables? Well, they're... What's it called? Oh, what's the word? Gourds? Um, Yeah, they're gourds. Which is a type of vegetable. Yeah. I guess. I'm gonna go vegetable. No, it's a fruit. Ah, veggie tails threw me off. But like 
Hang on. What are the defining factors of a fruit? Is it, it's the where the seeds are, aren't they? Mm. Um, but no, it's not the defining characteristics. It's probably is something about the seeds. Yeah, because it's like how bananas are berries and um, stuff like that. Yeah, um, I guess it's like avocados are fruit, but <sighs> but avocado doesn't have like. I guess it's more like a peach and less like a um it's or it's like a watermelon. Mm-hmm. Like a tough rind and a gooey center. Yeah. Watermelon's fruit. So <laughs> but yeah, I was, getting, fruit. I, I was bamboozled by uh VeggieTales and Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, I'm gonna blame gonna blame VeggieTales. Mm-hmm. They have two gourd characters. <laughs> yep. They also have a tomato, it's awfully confusing. Yeah, and blueberries. Yeah, and grapes. Yeah, and um, I feel like there's more fruits than than vegetables. Yeah, or certainly more non-vegetables than vegetables. Right. Anyhow, <laughs> um, what? Which overanalyze veggies another time? <laughs> which famous prince was Dracula based on? Oh. Uh, prince Charles of. Um, yeah, of, like... Well, it doesn't say which Prince Charles. Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Presumably the one from Prince. The current, yeah, the, car- the currently alive one. Mm-hmm. Or Beast from Beauty and the Beast, which is his actual name. Or Prince Charming. <laughs> Prince Charming. Um, I-, I have a feeling it was Vlad the Impaler. Yeah, no, I, I do put it on this, even if they hadn't given us... Yeah. A picture of his face and three. Uh, I think far I less convincing with him, actually. What? I think I share a buff to Vlad the Impaler. Really? I have to, I'll have to look it up. I know I share my buff to some kind of medieval stabby person that drank. Human that would blood be and... oddly fitting for Wobbles Day celebrations of um, upside down <laughs> drinking human blood. Oh right, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> But uh, you can wonder how he got his name. Uh, right. Yes, yeah, Father the Impaler. What fruit would go? Would would you go bobbing bobbing for? Oh, apples. And I just remember the Snoopy comic where she accidentally kisses Snoopy. Mm-hmm. That was funny. That's in uh, <laughs> the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. So sorry, pineapples, apples, plums, or grapefruit? Man, imagine. Actually, I I, I quite like. I think we've talked about this before. My like of. Very sour things. Um, mm-hmm. Would you go buying yeah, no, for it's, grapefruit? Yeah, take a massive bite into it. Actually, then like all the juice would come out, and it looks like you. Should, it does like, say which one would you go bobbing for? Which I feel like could be taken as as like a a question, like a but personal. it's like more like yeah, yeah, but it's more like what's yeah. traditional? Yeah, also. None of only apples are there. None of the other ones that are mentioned are there. What? Oh, and this again, in we, this, like uh, stock photo in of... the photo. Yeah, <laughs> again, I'm not going to try get too caught up in the pictures because they're normally a bit stupid. No, there's but... a grapefruit. I think no, it's a blood orange. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the rind is orange, but mm-hmm. yeah, the inside is yeah, it's too red. Too small. Anyway, yeah, grapefruit would be like yeah. So yeah, it's apples. <laughs> 
And last of all, which of these Halloween movies is made up? Uh, Ghostbusters. Hotel Transylvania. Pumpkin Apocalypse 6. Weird how they only had three options for this one, but, you know. What? Um, Are you skipping Monsters, Inc. for some reason? Because it's not a Halloween movie. Oh. <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... It's so, like... You know, but... Uh, <laughs> that would have been a, a funny trick question to be the last question. Right. Like... And the, or like a nightmare actually no a nightmare before christmas i think is officially a halloween movie it's kind of, it's, yeah it's sort of both it's released in october as well it was do you originally. have a favorite halloween movie um we'll get back to that i'll think about that for a bit yeah i don't <laughs> i hadn't thought about it very much either but i'm just curious anyway I'm guessing Pumpkin Apocalypse 6. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. Unless, you know, again, we underestimate the mind tricks that this quiz pulls. Okay. Boy Shocker. Uh, we scored 17 out of 20. I only got 16 out of 20. <laughs> Alright, because of the onion. Yeah. But, um... You win this round, Wobbles. But, uh, yeah, that was kind of, uh... Not good, no, but not bad either. So I feel like it. It it's content. You know, <laughs> it's bad enough to where I feel like we need to we need to uh, need to open up a channel for people to submit quizzes. Yeah, I feel like it's gone to a point now. Yeah, just gotta outsource our labor. Mm-hmm. If you got a good Still Halloween for an editor, quiz, by the way, if um, um, you have a lot of time and hate money, then uh, <laughs> you know you can just like hit us up. You don't mind. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Well, I'm saying um, they have to be handcrafted. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no, if there's a quiz out there you'd like to suggest, uh, I think right. the. MBD Minty Boys Discord would be the the place to do it. Yeah, uh, it's in you know, no, it's always or is it is it always in description? Is it it's somewhere? Um, <laughs> it's most probably in the description. There should be a link in the yeah yeah in the description. The doobly do yeah, mm-hmm. but uh yeah that'll be yeah get for. It's November in the show notes. Yeah. So speaking of Halloween movies, you you mentioned um, favorites or commenting on Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I asked that, but I hadn't really prepared an answer myself. Yeah. I. I mean, I guess because it's the only like like Halloween movie I've seen would be. The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is literally a Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you haven't seen like, Hocus Pocus? Uh, no, I don't think so. The witches and the cat. No. Hmm. Uh, I like the ha- the the Summerween episode of Gravity Falls. That's my answer. The Summerween episode <laughs> of Gravity Falls. Summerween. That's a good answer. Yeah, um, honestly. 
Yeah. It's not, that's actually, it was a pretty good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to rewatch that. Also, you guys say as a joke that this, uh, the Shrek short, you know, DreamWorks would do those shorts. They did one for Monsters Us as Aliens. Shrek. And they made do it for like all of their main franchises. Mm-hmm. Even uh, like Mega Mind and Madagascar. I'm gonna say, but uh, yeah, I <laughs> actually there's some good adventure, adventure. The Adventure Time Halloween ones were good as well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say uh, the Halloween Town, the first two Halloween Town movies. I should say. Uh, I think there were more than two, but they get kind of even more garbagey. But they're um, right. They're like <laughs> Disney Channel movies, I think originally. Oh, right. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> so they're che- pretty cheesy to begin with, but it's like they really go downhill later on, right? But yeah, yeah. D- D- Disney Disney ones are always a good, safe one to go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. There's at least there's a fair number of Halloween movies. Probably not as many as there are like Christmas movies, but right, right. Christmas movies like what? Like I've had to I like Christmas movies. Your sport for choice. Halloween movies, your choices are spoiled. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting how you would think, like, there, well, there were obviously, like, people were probably saying that, the reason I said there's not many, because, like, actual, actual Halloween movies, is because people would say, that, like, horror movies are Halloween movies. Yeah. Then, like, I don't think they're just, it's just a genre of movie that people always put out around the time of Spookween mm-hmm. so they can sell more tickets. It's not... There is... I mean, there are the the horror movies Halloween that are, like, actually titled Halloween. Right, like... which are about Halloween. Which, yeah, I would I would give those a pass. Yeah, those get a pass, but I think most horror movies, it's, like, not really anything to do with Halloween. Right. Like, Friday the 13th isn't even yeah. really close to October... Uh, Hang on, what's what's Halloween gonna be? Is it gonna be a Thursday? I forget. But yeah, I don't know. It it's uh it's it's interesting though. Mm-hmm. Uh, how there's not that many because you think there would be lots of Hall. Well, yeah, lots of Halloween movies. I guess. Hmm. Yeah, isn't isn't Goosebumps based around Halloween? But I don't think it is actually. It's just spooky. Yeah, I think that would go in the same category as like Ghostbusters, where it's like right. It's kind of spooky enough to where people would count it but it doesn't really take place no it's when what time of year does ghostbusters take place it's just where it is ghostbusters does take place in october doesn't it or in Um, i think there's like a good amount of time that passes in the in that movie so yeah it it is over a long period well yeah because it's like they're running a business over it's been a little while, a while since I've seen it, but yeah, maybe part of yeah. it actually does happen at Halloween. It, I would also believe it if part of it happened at Christmas. I think. Yeah, I'm Ghostbusters too. I think might. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I remember there's there's the promotional thing with it. it's the ghost with the cross, but the ghost is wearing a hat. Yeah, but yeah, you could make an argument um, that it's more of a Christmas movie than a Halloween movie, even though it's got ghosts. right. <laughs> um, but that's that's also like. Yeah, there's like Die Hard and Home Alone and stuff that. Yeah. Well, I've seen um, Home Alone be edited to look like a horror movie. That was, that that's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, then there is the weird technicality with Die Hard, where it's like, 
takes place at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, if people have feedback of favorite Halloween movies, uh... Oh, yeah. Perhaps... Either tell us in the comments below, if you're watching on YouTube. Yeah, perhaps I'll get to watch some of them, if there's any I haven't seen. Yes. Maybe if, if, if the whole, uh, like, millions... Well, there probably is <laughs> many, but, um, there's a whole entire... What would be the word? Like, collection of knowledge that is just of Halloween movies, and there's one person in the world that has it. <laughs> they just have, like, several hard drives just filled with Halloween movie files. Well, if that person's listening... Uh, you know who to call. Let me know what your favourite. Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of scary things, as of the time this episode comes out, it will be October 31st, uh, which if you're not... Well... Uh, which if you're not <laughs> uh, aware, is when Brexit might actually probably maybe will be happening. Uh, we haven't actually talked about Brexit in a while, have we? Um, mm, no, I don't think I th- we talked about it since uh, Boris got in. Did it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, we were... I think we talked about it near the end of May's term. I don't think we've actually mentioned Boris yet. Yeah. Um, for those who are unaware, uh, Boris Johnson was then... Uh, after Theresa May was kicked out, Boris Johnson was then voted the leader of the Conservative Party... So, therefore, he was now the leader, uh, the prime minister of the UK. Yeah, um, didn't really surprise me. It's basically what I figured would happen. And, yeah, and he's maybe quite possibly got a Brexit plan for October uh, October thirty first. But yeah, I don't know. British politics has been crazy the past couple of months, like lying to the Queen and scandals involving New York mm-hmm. uh, American supermodels. Mm-hmm. And so on. Um, you guys are really uh, outdoing us over here. Yeah, we elected Donald like, Trump, and uh, and somehow you're still like, we can have more drama than you. <laughs> Just wait. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. We're like, <laughs> you got your own uh, floofy hair man in the office, and yeah, you've got like the the biggest thing that you've had is vehicular manslaughter, whereas we have lying to <laughs> Her Majesty the Queen. Well, there's all that stuff about Biden and Ukraine and stuff. Oh, oh, and Turkey. Mm. But, you know, um, World War Three press here to start aside. Um, <laughs> Politics. Oh boy, it's fun. Um, we just, I just thought, you know, they're talking about scary things. That is and, interesting. You know, change is scary. Yeah. Um, but you know, and as of recording this, we don't know, but we don't know what's gonna. By happen. the time I... this comes out, it's very possible that you may have finally, after like three years, uh, Brexited. Yes. So that's a thing. I'll be, yeah. At least we won't be under EU copyright law anymore. So we, I can, um, we can. <laughs> I don't know. So we no longer have to ask you for. To store cookies or something? Yeah. So, some, you can, something like that. Yeah, so you can store my data and you have to pay for the internet. Not like as in the actual internet. Right. Yeah. 
So maybe if you move to Canada, I think then we've got <laughs> we're all clear from copyright and or net neutrality laws getting in the way. Mm. It's not that far. Or you could go to Mexico, that's probably closer. But <laughs> um, yeah. No, I'm so, not sure. Like probably closer, yeah. But like, lo- I guess logistically closer and vi- like viability would be Canada. Hmm. Yeah. Like, it'd be easier to get into Canada than it would be to get into Mexico. <laughs> that is... And... And I could swing by Michigan on the way. Right, right. <laughs> See, the lovely city of Detroit, of course. Right. Of course. They're flowing with industry and opportunity. But, um... Yeah. Speaking of, uh, the UK, uh... <laughs> I did want to note some cultural differences between, you know... Freedom Land and uh, Tea Land, um, mm-hmm. and it's like this completely like it's weird like seeing the two different attitudes towards Halloween of how like <laughs> most people I talk to they're like well you know I'm gonna go shut the curtains and hide uh, see your nerds right pretend we're not in and stuff like that mm-hmm. whereas Americans will rip down their front wall of the house. To maximize the amount of candy they can uh, give out. Yeah. Has Halloween always been celebrated in the UK? Or was it just an Americanism like that it's... is slowly leaking into other countries? Right, it's a, it's an Americanism. Like, it... like the whole trick-or-treating, I mean, you know. Right, like, it was prominent, like... Like, like yeah, 50 years ago it probably was, because... We used to celebrate, like, the the national tradition around this time of year would be harvest. And, like, having a festival celebrating the new influx of yummy food. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as um, television and media has been slightly more influenced by American sources, um, Halloween has become more and more of a bigger thing over here. But because it... It's not exactly been a smooth transition, though. So, like, yeah, you'll have trick-or-treating, and then, like... Or, like, there are two groups of people, which is... People who want to go trick-or-treating, and people who want to... <laughs> who just want to treat it as if it was any other evening. Mm-hmm. There's a... I, think, I feel like, um... I might mention here, uh, there's a good song by, um... Jay Foreman about this... This, uh... Issue... Which it could be in the description. Also, there's a, there's a song he's written that kind of relates to what we were just talking about earlier as well. Um, but, <laughs> um, which I think it probably does a better way of summing up what I think about Halloween. But, like, I enjoy the, the, the fe- like, not festivities. I enjoy, like, the the theme and, like, Halloween, like, spoop culture. Right. I mean, the, the memes are terrible. They're just normal memes, but you put a skeleton... So no matter mm-hmm. how unfunny you are, you can get four thousand upvotes. Um, but yeah, I I just feel like what I don't what I do find annoying is celebrating the entire m- month of October celebrating Halloween. <laughs> like I feel you like that might over? that's like celebrating Christmas in July. Like come on, I will accept like from the twenty fifth onwards, but not as like soon as. Like, sometimes it's, like, as soon as, like, September 25th rolls around, people are already celebrating That's Halloween. too early. October 1st right. is as early as you're allowed to go. Yeah. But 
it's like I'm on celebr- board like, with all of October being sp- spooky. Hmm. I don't know. It kind of because people put up decorations in their yards like people do with Christmas lights. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta put those up early so you can get the maximum amount of use out of them before you have to take them all down because it's a lot of work. But but like you get pumpkins, but, you get those big blow up things. But, uh, but like, yeah. But like, but fake cobwebs and no. But <laughs> but that's chainsaws. That's too much. You get a chainsaw. No. There's always one house when you go trick or treating. It's got the chainsaw running, and you're like, might die, but I gotta get the candy. Here they have the full size chocolate bars. But like, why would you wanna? draw attention to yourself that would be bad you need to be a good quiet boy that isn't uh a freck <laughs> yeah it's like the only people who do that would like and do something like hecky like drive a bmw or get a tattoo look i <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i am i am joking like uh, it's just yeah it's it's just weird how different it is over here mm-hmm. like how i think that's we're much more reserved i think it's yeah i think it's two things i think it's it's one that like uh people didn't grow up with it necessarily yeah so it's like and it's but like, also it's getting like one time some um we weren't home, but, like, well, as we were driving down the road, we saw people walking around knocking on doors at, like, three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. On Halloween night, and it's like, okay. It's a little early. You know. Yeah. Um, um. But, yeah. I mean, last Halloween, I spent it in the Fair Isle of Guernsey, mm. which is quite nice, Um, where I did all, we, like, <laughs> what was... What was quite interesting is that we we went in to get a couple of the Halloween decorations on on Halloween because mm-hmm. um, we got all the pumpkins like a couple of days before from like an actual pumpkin farm, which I, that was actually quite cool going to. But then we were able to get all of like the decorations. Like we got like a few bats, and then we got a massive bag of like these plastic. Do you get them like really them cheap? Everywhere. Yeah, it was it was great because you get them like the day of or the day after. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, like candy, like sweets were really cheap as well. Because mm-hmm. they always so overstock get, like, on them. Yeah, yeah. So you able to get like loads of chocolate. We actually we filled up a bowl of, um, like snacks and stuff, which I may have had quite a bit of because you know it was in I it was in the middle of a small holding in the middle of uh well it was actually in the middle of Guernsey it was right by the coast but like it was nowhere near any prominent human is human activity right right <laughs> but uh you yeah, know like that was fun like uh we got these bats and we like strung them up everywhere <laughs> yeah but like i can i but like that was all inside of the house as well <laughs> yeah i can kind of get it like over there because it's like a lot of people probably didn't grow up with it so it's they're not really like in like the holiday spirit you know yeah but it's also just like, I just want to eat my gourds and yeah, yeah. But and work on my farm. It's also kind <laughs> of like I don't know. You got your stereotypical like grumpy British people that just like don't want to uh, 
uh, want to stand in line and not talk to each other and drink their tea. Like, yeah, <laughs> the whole like, you know, just be antisocial. Not just like if you bring attention to yourself, you risk being loud. And like, and being it's loud just, is it's the just worst the idea thing. of like. I I think the whole idea is just like, um, everyone's here to do their thing, mm-hmm. and you doing something and you not doing your thing could mean that someone else can't do their thing. I, I think it's just the more, it's like politeness to like I guess yeah like, courtesy and politeness to a point where it's like oh no. I'm too loud. I could mildly offend someone, and if I mildly offend someone, then who knows what could happen? Right. Um. Right. <laughs> but but in America, you seem fine with <laughs> offending people. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like the most someone will do to broadcast their political opinion would be put up a sign in their front garden, which they have to remove within two weeks. But in America, someone like will have a bumper sticker whilst carrying fourteen guns on their back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yes, a, a perfect picture of America. Um, yeah, but I don't know. It's it's just weird how there yeah. there are a lot of bumper stickers here. Yeah, like I, it's kind of tacky. The the most the, the most of like a a bumper sticker I've seen here is like the Sea Bike Think Biker, which is a a campaign to be like, hey, by the way, don't don't run over cyclists. <laughs> Because they kind of need life. Mm-hmm. Actually, cyclists are in, like an incredible, weird, like subspecies of, I think, just the human race in general. But they say, like, is that like, um, <laughs> seem like they're unanimously grumpy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no matter where you are in the world. But yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm sure our cyclist listeners will love that. Yeah. Um, apart from the Netherlands, where, like, I guess people aren't cyclists, they're people, but... It's because everyone's a cyclist in the Netherlands, so it cancels right. out. Well, I was going to say, no one's a cyclist in the Netherlands. Everyone just happens to ride a bike. Right. Or everyone is a cyclist in the Netherlands, they just happen to do other things. Yeah. Like how... Yeah. It. <laughs> it's just such a weird, like contrast mm-hmm. but okay because t- like two things two things in favor of halloween though yeah one it's basically the only time of year that like your neighbors will ring your doorbell and talk to you briefly oh that you know oh when you think about it like right well <laughs> um i just like we talk to our neighbors <laughs> as a yeah, I mean, as like a, as, I'm sh- that's like just like a, a thing you do. Here, I'm sure some cause... people do, but for the most part, people are very. I think, especially like more modern times, like people are very like, you know, into their into their phones. Yeah, I guess and as their well, own jobs like, and stuff, and it's like probably with the presence of like more like high density apartments and stuff, your neighbors aren't. Oh man, this is cool. We both brought large pieces of property next to each other, and we need to learn how to care and look after this neighborhood. It's more, hello, we both live in tiny boxes, and we just so happen to be in the box that's been designated next to this other box. Like, yeah. 
but high density. One time I might. High density, I think you're more likely to talk to your neighbors just because you can't avoid them. But in like like suburban like neighborhoods and stuff, I feel like it's very easily to it's very easy to like not uh, hmm, communicate with them at all. I mean, maybe you do, and that's good, and maybe that's even more common uh, over there right, than it is here. I feel here. like most of the roads, I, like most of the areas I've lived in, like my family, like uh, my family isn't just like. Because there are people, of course, like maybe like our next door neighbors, we're very familiar with. But we at least if we see our neighbors around the village, we'll like nod and say hello or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But yet again, saying hello is like a quite a common thing over here. Like if you're walking by someone at like when there's no one else, saying hello is quite common. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean we have that too. Yeah, that is like hello. That o- that is always weird though when it's just like a random person that you don't know. They're <laughs> just like hey. Yeah. Hey. Like, oh, good morning, sir. I'm going to do the, the respectful nod. Uh-huh. But, like, not in, like... Uh, yeah, like, like, the boundaries are, like, London and stuff, where it's just, like, there are a lot of people, always, constantly. Right, yeah. It's only in... Actually, it's even nicer when you're in, like, really remote areas. Like, one time I went um, on, like, this hike in the mountains in Wales, and it, like... Of course, we would walk by groups of walkers, and we'd say good morning and stuff like that. And we just come across. I think it. I think I looked at his thing and looked it up later, and he was actually like a army engineer who was just training because they do all their army stuff is over there. Mm-hmm. And that was probably the weirdest like good morning uh, or like a hello, uh, random stranger hello I've had in a while. Yeah, probably should have like thank you for your service or something. But you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. But yeah, like I feel like that's. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good that, yeah. kind just, of interaction just... that is like le- less common these days. Yeah, I feel like probably either because again, like people living in busy, like busier towns, it's less of like a thing to say. Like as in, I guess because the only times I really go out now is like either in the early morning to walk my dog, where there's only a few people out, and if you see someone, it's a uh, exciting or like in the uh evenings where uh, yeah again like less people are out <laughs> well i think a lot of it also has to do with just we have the communication technology to make friends right. that are far away like right you know us talking like, right now is you know a few thousand miles and so i can just stay inside and talk to you and why would i bother right talking to the person who lives next to me when we yeah you know might not have anything in common other than proximity yeah but i think it is beneficial you know have people show up at your door and be like hey, hey happy yeah, halloween healthy we're also human people yeah it's like important to remember that <laughs> yeah like uh christmas morning if you go out everyone says merry uh merry christmas to each other mm-hmm like, I remember one time, actually, yeah, we had gone out Christmas morning just to walk to the local shop, I think, just to get some... Oh. I mean, it's, I think we were either just taking the dog for a walk or getting some... I think we were getting, like, custard or something. And this little girl stuck her head out the window and was like, Merry Christmas! <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was quite cute. But yeah, it's... Yeah, it's... I get, like, Halloween is, um... It's like, um... 
I guess if there wasn't Halloween, October would just be January of like just like a month where everything is just sad because it's sandwiched between like summer, which is like our boy, like beach season or like the season where people do lots of stuff. Yeah. And then the winter season. I guess, I mean, October would still be, like, sort of harvesty, though. Yeah, it's, yeah, it would, I guess... Just normal, like, fall. Though my family doesn't, or my community doesn't necessarily celebrate Halloween, um, my school and stuff have, like, harvest where you come in and bring in um, canned food and stuff for charity stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, speaking of, like, fall uh, uh, show slash Halloween, like, movie that that I didn't mention, um, Over the Garden Wall... Of course, yeah, that was... That's a good... That's a Halloween, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's it's not too specific Halloween till like, maybe the last episode of it, but it, it is very, well, like... The first episode and the... Good for, like, the season of it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, yeah, one of the main lines is, as autumn colors fall, of the main song. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the other thing I was going to say that I feel like is a really cool thing about Halloween when you think about it, Mm -hmm. is, like, it might be the only time of year that people will go out and buy something with the sole purpose of giving it away to strangers, you know? Yeah. Which is, like... Because even Christmas, it's like you buy gifts for people, but it's people you know, usually. Right. Yeah. Like, there are, are like... um... There are some like charity things and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like but... um, like Operation Christmas Child and stuff like that, which is all about giving presents to strangers. But that's um, not, but but that's not like a requirement of Christmas. No. You know, it's like Halloween. It's yeah. like the whole thing is that you spend money on like random children that yeah. you don't know, which is like a very cool like community kind of thing. The more you think about it, like. I, I yeah. wish there were more things like that where it's just like, oh, you don't have this thing and you want this thing and I have the power to get you this thing. I don't know you, but here's the thing you wanted, you know? <laughs> like, right. in this case, it's like children and the thing is candy. But, you know, that same sort of mentality could be applied to a lot of things. And it's like pretty much only exists in Halloween as far as I can tell. Cause People are usually yeah. very greedy and stingy about stuff. Right. Well, so I say as well is that you guys also spoil because you have Halloween closely followed up by Thanksgiving, then Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you have a very full-on holidays. I guess we have... I guess the reason probably, like, Halloween isn't that bit, like, as I said, like, it's the requiring of something to look forward to during a season or period of time. And... I realize, yeah, um, fireworks night is, or, yeah, um, Guy Fawkes evening isn't, or, yeah, is, like, right after the end of October. Right. So, like, harvest hasn't always, like, I guess, yeah, it hasn't exactly needed to be a big thing in the past, like, 40 years due to mass production of goods. But, (laughs) you know, yeah, we've always had another thing close following mm-hmm. so do not need something to look forward to but that's very that's like a very british thing so we yeah wouldn't necessarily get that over here um, right you wouldn't get yeah even though you still have um what's it called um thanksgiving that's what uh, the fourth thursday yeah of 
Which is November. So that's like in the, yeah, but that's late November. Yeah, four, four weeks. In yeah, so that's that month. that's that's a good point. Like we, you always want something to look forward to. So it's like all right. of October, you're looking forward to Halloween, which is the last day, and then right, but. All of November, you're looking forward to Thanksgiving, which is, like, usually later in the month, you know, l- yeah. the last week or so. Um, yeah. But to us, we have Guy Fawkes, and then all of November is kind of like a calm month before the panic of the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. You just sort of start <laughs> your Christmas rush early. Um, yeah. Which, I mean, Thanksgiving... So, yeah, like, I know someone who does, they start celebrating Christmas, like, late November, which, I mean... yeah. I say the cutoff is probably around, at least the, like the late twenties of November. You can start getting ready. So then by December first, first. Well, like traditionally, I do have a rule. I think my family has always put up our Christmas tree on Thanksgiving. So oh, it, it's basically also that makes sense as well because like yeah, because then it's, it's like you're building November till Evan. Also, you're like everyone's together during Thanksgiving for you. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing. It's like, yeah, everyone's there, so it's easy to do it. But it's also like, yeah, all of October, it's like building to Halloween. Then all of November up until Thanksgiving is building to Thanksgiving. And then you put the right. tree up and all it's of... building to Christmas. Yeah. And then I suppose like New Year's. Right. But um, yeah. Halloween is a thing which exists. Should we talk about video games now? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so another dream i uh took notes on oh yeah i had a dream about surefire playing uh magic arena and giving me right giving me the play-by-play of what was what was happening which i think sums up my recent activities pretty well yeah yeah um this remind me, like, the first time I ever played Magic, I did have, like, the night after, because I played it quite late into the evening. Which I think I won my first game of Magic, now I think about it. Probably. I think so. Yeah. Because I remember me and, um... Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh... Because, I, yeah, I just gonna say, I just remember having a dream about Magic the first time I ever played it, and it was, like, a real-life... Not real like as in it was, um... I imagined it as if it was, like, a, an RPG game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where, yeah, when you play a card, it would be like it, like um, the Adventure Time Card Wars mobile game. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, so, oh yeah, that'd be cool. But um, but yeah, anyway. um, but yeah, that sounds like a much more interesting uh, dream. Uh, no, this was this is more of just like like the Tetris effect, I guess, of like when you've yeah. been playing a game too much and you start to see it in your head. Yeah, or like when you have dreams of like. Um, you have lots of schoolwork, mm-hmm. but not much time to do it. <laughs> yeah, somewhere like it's just somewhere reflective experience. More in that area, yeah. But it was just funny that it was like because I remember I wasn't even in my dreaming of myself playing Magic Arena. I was dreaming of someone else playing Magic Arena and telling me about it. <laughs> but right, because I remember in my my like I guess at this point in my life my. At uh, my uh, midpoint in life, I remember like your midpoint around age ten. Your midpoint was age ten. Marbles. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Huh? Don't die like... at twenty. <laughs> <laughs> no, as in as of current. Okay, but like, just to be clear, that's not allowed. 
No. <laughs> when I was uh, going through a middle-life crisis... I know you're a doggo, um, but... <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't have died like a while ago if I was a doggo. Well, you're a long-living doggo. Yeah, what's 15 times 7 to 17? Old. 105. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Right, I remember... Like, between the ages of, like, 7 and 10 when I, well, when I put thousands and tens of thousands of hours into Minecraft, mm -hmm. I remember I did have a few dreams about playing in Minecraft. Actually, I remember dreaming about, like, like VR and Minecraft-esque experience, Minecraft and VR-esque experience, like, I was able to, and I was, like, in creative mode, and I was, like, flying around. Isn't that, like, and almost then... kind of a thing now? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's a, it's a fallen thing now. But what was weird is it was like I was in this weird warehouse and I walked through the door and as soon as I went through the door I looked at my hands and I was like Minecraft. And it was a Minecraft world but like there was just this massive wall and there was just a door there. <laughs> like it was like a, like a like the world border but then there was just a normal door. <laughs> it was just like floating conspicuously in the middle of nowhere. Huh. Of this Minecraft woodland. But yeah, like... Video game dreams are very... have always weirded me out. But like, I've had many a Discord dream as well. Yeah, I haven't had one That's... recently, but I, I had some when I first started using Discord. Right, right. I think actually... Hmm. Oh, actually, I, I just did just remember, last night I did actually have a dream about uh, Overcooked. Um. Did you? You dreamed about Overcooked yeah. after we played it? Yeah. Like, it was this weird, like, level... Where, um, it was actually, it actually sounded like quite an interesting idea for a level, where one person was by a conveyor belt, and random items would flow through the conveyor belt. Mm. And I just remember, yeah, you had to pass them through and chop them up, and, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess it, it normally correlates, like, there is the whole, um, psychology of, um, if you play video games late at night, your dreams are actually, because of the, um, the thing your brain, um, like the, I guess it's like the the like the imaginative part of your brain that video games trigger, like the fantasy strategy. I think like the level of interactivity with video games mm -hmm. makes you dream better. Like you are, I think like yeah, you're more likely to have like lucid or lucid esque dreams. Interesting. Lucid, sorry. Yeah. Um. So that's why I, I, I that's probably why you I, I've had many like video game dreams because it's like because you're often like playing them before you go to bed yeah because my brain's like oh yeah i'm a man with a goatee with a crowbar killing alien dictator police well that's uh, just your, your brain all the time right i mean right yeah of course but <laughs> yeah so when you sleep your brain's like oh yeah i did that today that's what i did today i uh i single-handedly saved the world mm-hmm with the power of cooking. That, oh. that overcooked has, has been fun, though. Um, particularly yeah. that pizza level was, was Yeah, that, that pizza level was pretty good. Uh, for those not aware, I guess, which is probably most people. Although, I think I did mention it last episode. Um, yeah, you talked about it. You talked, we had a discussion about it. Yeah, there's, um, there's a program uh, called Parsec, which... yeah lets you play like local multiplayer uh with people online 
So it's like yeah. it grants like remote access of your computer uh, to others. to people watching like a stream of the game so that they can play. Yeah, it's for some people it's like had a hard time registering their controllers and like there's some latency yeah, issues and stuff. Using. But uh, yeah, because that's what you have with games based on streaming. Mm-hmm. You always have or software based on streaming. You like. There always be like, I think like the first time I think I've I played it with you like the connection was fine, but I think the last time the connection was a bit choppy. But yeah, that's just all dependent on how their servers are doing, how your Wi-Fi is doing at that point in time. Right. So yeah, I I don't think yeah yeah Discord's still freaking and we still use. But it. I'm yeah I'm surprised at how well it was working for you, especially the first time. Um, yeah, especially considering how like the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, it's not that bad just like it's um it's just across the atlantic ocean yeah because <laughs> my when connecting to um east coast servers my ping uh, normally averages out about 100 right but like european servers it averages out about like 10 to 30 so like it's not that drastic of a difference yeah it's not like when you're not as far connect, away connected, as india like the time i accidentally connected to asian servers mm-hmm. on i forgot which game it was i just couldn't do anything right uh but yeah the parsecs are pretty good yeah i do want to i want to run a co- i might try run a couple of experiments with some games i have just to see if it will work mm-hmm. um but yeah apart from that yeah we should uh we should try that sometime i feel like yeah i could see overcooked being like a mabuga kind of game you know oh mab- should yeah. we ever <laughs> maybe make that project should, a reality should we ever dust off the i don't know yeah <laughs> um i mean yeah. mabuga is coming to an end um yeah maybe we need so at least or the, so um, you know the book run who knows um, oh, what else? Arena, right, uh, probably part of what's making me dream about, um, Arena and specifically watching someone else play is... Right, right. Found out, actually, a pretty fun thing to do is in, in Magic, you can, you can just play, you can build a deck and you can, like, play regular matches, but you can also, uh, draft, which is, like... Where you open booster packs and you pull cards from it to try and build a deck with, and then you like do, I guess, sort of like a little tournament to with your drafted decks against other drafted decks, um, which is sort of more fun because it's um, you don't have people with like perfect like meta decks. It's it's far more random. Right. Right. But it's also very fun to to stream or to watch other people streaming because if it's like your friend is drafting, because then you can help pick what cards to choose. And I, I guess it's maybe a little bit cheaty in the sense that like you're playing a strategy game and you're like you have the combined brain power of two people, right? To like be like, oh, play this card or play that card. But I don't know. It's very um, it's very fun. And probably what I'm going to do a little bit later today. Yeah. <laughs> I th- think we just have one last... Um, one last. 
game. Uh, maybe small. Uh, I don't know. I I don't. Mm. So yeah, last episode we talked about Mario Kart Tour. Yes. Uh, it had just come out, and I had um, I was just starting to test it. Right, and then I got it right after. Um. Uh, I. Uh, I, I give it. Mm, I'm not the biggest fan of it. No, it's I. It's, it's got the skill ceiling of a collapsed bungalow. <laughs> I feel like. I uh, yeah, I found it too easy after a while, and then they tried to do the thing where. Like, the more times you play with a, a certain cart, you get more points. So then you just always pick that cart and character, because... Sure, it's a small advantage, but the game is so easy, it doesn't even yeah. matter. I wish they would stop with all that, like, mobile stuff. Like... Right. Like Just it's... make it make a good video game that just happens to be on mobile. You don't have to make... Right. It's all of... I just felt like the controls were all watered down for... Um, common denominator mobile goop. Well, yeah, controls are tricky, but I mean, I also like. I don't need like multiple currencies and like little reward prizes for opening the app and stuff like that. It's like right. I don't make it just like a trash mobile game. Like it's yeah, it's not necessary. I feel like sometimes I find like Mario Kart 8 uh on yeah on the Switch too easy like easy but like that's more of an enjoyable easy because it's like all I've worked like I had to, I had to play a lot of Mario Kart to get good at Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. So that's like a rewarding easy like whenever I play it I do try do different stuff to make it harder and harder each time. Yeah. And like if I get good at the harder stuff each time that's more rewarding instead of I played it for a couple days Got really good, and then got bored of it. I would say that the 200cc is not particularly easy on Mario Kart 8. On sw- yeah, no, I st- I'm still trying to get around to that. I've only done, like, hard AI with, like, no items yeah, and stuff like that. That's quite tricky, because, like, that's all done based on stats and skill. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm still in the... I'm still yeah. I'm trying to teach myself how to drive 200 cc. Right. I think I might need to try uh, change how I lay out my carts. I think for that. Right. Because yeah. I normally go for high speed, um, low acceleration carts, but I probably should go for lower speed, higher acceleration, better grip carts. I'll be honest on on that game. I just pick the um, the character and the carts that I think look cool, and then I get good with whatever the stats are. I see. So I like adjust my playstyle to the carts rather than adjusting the cart stats to my playstyle. But um, I'm sure that's not the, right. the pro strat. No, I I think I have technically. I think I always go for the quickest car, which I forget. I haven't played it in a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I did feel like I would have more to say. Oh, I have. Like... I have a little list of notes here. If you want to get into oh it, MKT, uh, which I believe you referred to yesterday as Mario Kart trash can or it was something like that yeah uh, yeah I don't, <laughs> you sounded um much more heavy-handed yesterday when we uh, <laughs> yeah I feel like I might have been a, like I mean it's free I mm-hmm. 
I think I think the we, frustrating part about it before we get into all the issues, I think the frustrating part about it is that it has so much potential. Mm. It's right. Like if it was a bad mobile game that like was just completely bad and no one cared about, we probably wouldn't be talking about it. Yeah, then like whoopty do. But like it's Mario Kart and it's like you have all these cool characters and, and like all they're really and they're really pushing it as well they're really they're pushing like, it and they it's it's they have all these like they're trying to make it seem as it's mario kart 9 yeah they have all these other games but, that are like much but better and it's just it feels like like wasted potential right for what could have been a really good game right but yeah I'm just trying to think what could be on your list of notes here and how long it could be. It's not too long, but uh, should we start running mm-hmm. through it? Yeah, 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 sure. Okay. Um, well, okay, first off, the turning is pretty bad. Yeah, I went to drift mode. I went to drift mode, mode as well, wasn't... but I went and tried the other one um, just to see maybe drift mode was just the bad one. But no, they're they're equally kind of terrible um which i i get is kind of hard on a mobile but i think there's it could have been done better it's also frustrating that it won't let you turn all the way around which like i understand you wouldn't really want to do in a race but it's just it's i guess one of my my main complaints is that there's there's no way to turn the like smart steering off completely which is something they added in um mario kart 8 deluxe that wasn't in mario kart 8 is like this sort of baby mode that keeps you on the road um which is cool and like uh my like really little nephews can play with that turned on and actually like play the game but um Right. I don't want that on ever, like, for myself, you know? Right, yeah, I always turn that off, like, if there's a less experienced person playing with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the borderless driving is, like... Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I played this game quite a lot, and um, it it was weird because it reprogrammed my game on how to play... Uh, my brain on how to play Mario Kart. So when I went back to on the Switch... I played it um, last week. Mm-hmm. I kept trying to do because I've you can like on any corner you can get a purple drift essentially, right? Because you can drift, but then you can if you you can still like turn left and adjust your drift, and because you bounce along walls. Yeah, it's like there's invisible walls that will like try and keep you on the track. Yeah, but what's annoying is you can't do the thing where like there's like a ramp that's just off the side. You always have to mush them into those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it won't let you go off the track um, no. unless you're like and normally drift boost um, tur- uh, mini turbos are enough to get you through. Mm-hmm. Um, on some, of course, yeah, of course, like the more complex shortcuts. <laughs> yeah, but even like they were using the basic DS maps, though. Um, I say basic, but like they were designed to be less demanding on hardware, mm. so they were slightly smaller. It still can't fit. I'll get into the like, track nuance and everything in a bit, but yeah, it just uh, the boosting, just, yeah, I don't know, it just felt 
like and no. It also does the auto uh, jump thing on all the ramps, so you get you get yeah. the ramp boosts automatically. I mean, I didn't mind that, but like again, I I forgot to do that on on Switch. Uh, yeah, it's not the worst. It's just like I'm like instinctively trying to like tap or something every time I go up a ramp, right? Or and like, cat, and that's how you use when I did, items. So it's yeah. When I did first start, I'd like tilt my phone or mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, again, it's designed for lowest common denominator Joe, right? Average Joe. But okay, so, so there's there's two settings that are on by default, which I didn't even realize were settings at first. I thought it was just how the game worked, but then I I found the uh, the menu. Um, right. The there's smart steering and there's auto item. And but can you turn those off? You can turn those off, but the turning the smart steering off, it says... Hang on, let me look it up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to grab the phone for this, because uh, I'm guessing the UI's also got to have a mention. Let's turn down the volume. Okay, yeah, if you, tur- if you turn the smart steering off, it says steering assistance won't be as strong if this is off. Won't It's like, won't be as strong. So there's still steering assistance. Because it still just won't. Popped up that I want to mention a bit, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it still won't really let you go off the track. It'll keep you like on, but it's a little bit less strong if you turn it off. Like that's so frustrating. Like just, just don't have that yeah. at all. Yeah, just have it, it may be well like be a, a normal... slider at that point. <laughs> yeah, like have it be like a normal Mario Kart game. Yeah, yeah. I again, this is just because they're trying to appeal to a. Like, it's trying to appeal to people who are like, oh, I recognize the Mario. Mm-hmm. But they've never really gotten in, gotten into, like, console gaming, so they're too inept. So this is, like, so... <laughs> <laughs> Might be being a bit too harsh. But, like, they're not as experienced with the controls, so they're going... Which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. But you could just play... Like, I do... I, there is this thing where, like, we're talking about it and we're complaining but at the same time it is a free game we need to cut it a bit of slack but still it's just it feels like it's yeah it feels like it could have been actually well if you have like the buying power of like i guess nintendo isn't the richest company but like i feel like but they'd be able to make a good game and because they're such a big company as well they'd be able to get a decent return on it yeah i wish they would continue to do like mario run strategy of like just make it a really like actual game and then have it be like uh like you have to pay for it right because you can have like i've played brilliant mobile games like yeah (laughs) like there's not the whole all mobile gaming is terrible bad like a game i play play a lot which is Auto's Od- uh, Auto Odyssey is like, yeah, it's a mobile game where there's only one input, but it's one input that is so, like, um, changing and dependent on, mm-hmm. like, um, like you can unlock different characters and they move in different ways. But, yeah, I don't know. I just want to note, I um, when you were finishing up talking, I opened the app, and only just now... After going through many different screens, even like <laughs> I am now able to interact with the menu. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I was like, "Oh, look, you're in, you're in tier, 
you you in tier seven, whatever that means, and you got this many gems, and you oh daily rewards, and yeah, that's it's all that garbage mobile game and stuff. Like, every time I open it up, it's, it's like oh we need to download a new update, which I guess it's like fair enough. It's very very early on, but like mm-hmm. still, it's. <laughs> I don't know, it just, it felt, it felt weird. Like, most of the apps just update in the background. But, um, yeah. I, I wish they, like, made it feel much more like a proper Mario Kart game and got rid right. of all that mobile garbage. And then, yeah. uh, you know, you could charge, like, $5 or something. Yeah, of course. Like, I think people would be willing to pay for that if yeah, people it was... Yeah, would be way willing to do that. You know, more, much more on the level of, uh, of like, the Switch Mario Kart, or as close as it can be on mobile. But it's... Yeah. Kind of garbage, and, like... I wouldn't mind, like, just, like, if they can make a brilliant Mario game, uh, Mario Kart game for, like, the first DS, like, a full-on Mario game for the first DS, like, uh... A system that was that's way less power and, um, powerful than any phone out on the market today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd think they'd be able to make like quite a good portable game, but yeah, I guess the difference is it had buttons, you know. Yeah, I feel like either they would have to, but they I could, know, it feels like they could section off like sides of the phone to have like buttons or something like that. Could... Yeah, like it's a they've made it a vertical game. Make it a horizontal game, like um, um, Mo- Mojang or Mo Yang, uh, <laughs> have done a brilliant job of making like they. I think yeah, they've spent ages, like years, perfect perfecting the um the mobile version of uh, the mobile yeah, like the control panel and everything and how mm-hmm. smooth and seamless that is. But yeah, to be fair, that does have the funding of Microsoft behind it, but right. <laughs> That's still, and it's had like six years on the market, whereas this is Listen. barely in its first six months. Yeah. Um. But I, I just have noticed as well, like the people who uh, are playing this game and like taking it seriously are the people who don't play like any other form of video game. I guess, yeah. Like this is just designed for people who are like, oh yeah, I know what Mario, what a Mario is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess it could be sort of a an advertisement for like the switch mario kart as well but and odyssey it's not a good one (laughs) no it's not a no Um, they do have a lot of it is and yeah there's lots of references to odyssey in this hmm, yeah but uh you kind of you kind of mentioned like uh things that work differently from like the more normal mario karts um right yeah that throw you off when you go back to like playing them yeah. Uh, the two laps thing is really <sighs> annoying to me, because yeah. in basically all Mario Karts, with, you know, a few exceptions yeah. for, like, Baby Park and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it, Baby Park is seven, eight? Uh, and seven the original Mario Kart, tr- like, the first main track was five laps, but because it was a very small track. Right. But generally, they're almost always uh, three laps. Three laps, yeah. And I feel like that's a good number, and yeah, I, I'll do two laps, and I'll think like, okay, this is the final lap, right? Like someone will overtake me at the last second. Like, okay, well, I'll just get them at the next stretch. 
Yeah, but the... And I was like, nope. <laughs> on the mobile one, I don't know if they decided to make it shorter because it's like, they think people meant don't to have be like the intention size... span or whatever. Yeah, it's meant to be like bite-sized, consumable, on-the-go levels. Mm-hmm. But they made it they made it two laps, and it, it still like gets me a lot of times playing it, where I'll be getting to the end of the second lap, and I'm in like third place, and I'm like, okay, I got one more lap to like try and pass these people or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's over. And it's like, oh, oh. if I had known it was, well, you know. Yeah. So the game tries to get you to do more carts, depending on what track you're racing on, which makes sense. But, like, they all offer such, well, from what I could tell, small advantages that there's, like, no point in picking anything else apart from the thing that gives you the most points. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, like... As, uh, like as we've both noticed, like it's not particularly a difficult game. So if you can get at least like one time, I got sixth place and still got like five thousand points, just because. <laughs> well, I got yeah, because like I got sick because I got like hit by a like a trillion shells near the end. Right. But I had played well enough in the first and second lap, and I was able to get loads of points. Or the first lap, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, most of the second lap. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, you get points for, lost. like, drifting and things. Like yeah, that. and even, like, for going over ramps or... Like, it gives you points for a lot of things that you probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's... Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole point system is, is weird to me. Right. Especially since, like, I don't know, it doesn't really communicate how well you did on the race. Like... No, yeah. Like, as a, yeah, like I got sixth place and still got, um, see if we can find the race. Uh, okay, like another thing I have on my list here, though, is the items, which, right, as I did find out uh, later on, the auto item, which is the thing that will, like, automatically use your item when you get a new item, Yeah, that that is something that you can turn off. Yeah, thank goodness. But the items, you still, you have very little control over them. Yeah. Um, like, unless, I don't know, is there a way to throw things uh, backwards or forwards? Yeah, you swipe downwards. Is that? Okay, I'll have to try that. Because I was yeah. having a hard time, like, directing the banana peels yeah, and stuff. It, yeah. But the uh, triple mushrooms really annoyed the me. Frenzies. Because you tap to use um, a triple mushroom, and in, like, Every other Mario game, when you have three mushrooms and you go to use an item, you use them one at a time, so you can, like, trigger them at different points, you know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and this one, it displays as three mushrooms like it does in every other Mario game, but when you go to use it, it just triggers all three of them back to back. Consecutively. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, like, it's just poor game design to, like... Right. There's visual cues to things, and it's like, oh, this is how this works. Yeah. But then in this game, just have a super shroom or something. Right. Yeah. Like it's just you can't use things from previous games based on like the nostalgia, but then not have them work the same way. The issue is, I wonder you're gonna have people who are gonna play this game and want to play the console game, but then are gonna be like, what? Wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna think it's way worse because of 
they're going to be confused when things work differently. But I, I don't right. think anyone's going to oh. play the console and think, oh, this is worse. Right. Well, yeah. No, they yeah, might think worse. that they're a lot worse at it. Uh, and that's probably true. Yeah. But. <sighs> I don't know. It's. I also, like, it's very hard to not get items. Right. Um, because to, in in normal games, you can you can kind of miss the item boxes either by going into the grass or going between the two boxes. Or like someone picks them up just ahead of you and it's like a, I think it's like a couple second delay. Right. Yeah. Someone, someone gets the box and you're right behind them. So you don't get it. But in this one. Yeah. In this no one, delay. it's, it's no delay. It's like very difficult. To the boxes may as well just one. be like, it may as well just be a marker on the floor. Mm hmm. I actually, I'm not sure if this was something that changed in one of the updates, but I remember playing it um, earlier on in the release and gliding over some boxes, and it still registered me as as getting an oh, item. I, yeah, I think I've had that as well. Yeah, um, I tr- was trying to replicate that this morning, and um, I couldn't get it to work. So, but yeah, that might have been something that got changed. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I think originally it was behaving as if it was literally just like a marker that once you pass the certain point on the track, uh, it gives you an item, like regardless of (laughs) if you break a box or not, which is just ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. And, yeah, the box, like, respawn is, like, instant. So. Yeah. I did, I I would love it if you could just do the, like, I found the challenges were quite entertaining. Yeah. See, that's, that's, I was going to say that, that's actually, like, something again that that shows like this game actually had some potential like I th- yeah that's I what think... kept me going was like if they just had a mode that was just like challenges that'd be great and yeah. like this they can have like an a, on like just a separate competitive if you want to do the whole points thing mm-hmm. yeah i think that would be that would be a better designed game if there was a separate tab at the top that was just challenges just single yeah. player challenges like the one where you had to like get the goombas and like yeah that was good. I was going to say as well, um, when we uh, were... Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, so we, when we were talking about it, oh yeah, we should play together. There is... The only way you can interact with your friends is a number. Mm-hmm. You see how they did this week, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, which is not great, especially for a Mario Kart game. Like, Yeah. That's not what people want. Yeah. And... Um, I've just sent you an article. Yes. Um, I guess the one thing we haven't really talked about yet relating to this yep. game. Um, which I, I haven't, I was only like aware of until, cause I haven't like given this game too much, uh, research, but yeah, I think I vaguely knew about this. But, right. Yeah, I, I hadn't, I hadn't heard about this either. Cause like I was just playing it and doing my own research, you know, testing things. Right, I was just um, playing it. I did get into the whole, like, you just go for a, a point where, like, um, my journey to school most mornings is quite boring, so just mindlessly playing Mario Kart did clear up the monotony, mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way. Yeah, and I did I did think about this, as I wonder if this is a thing, and I tried playing it while, like, disconnected from the internet to see if it would still... Um, Right. If it would still let me play, and it didn't, um, it would complain, be like, oh, you lost connection or whatever. 
Yeah, but it always says, like, when it's downloading one of its many updates, oh, you can play offline. Like, oh, that's a good, cool idea. But no, you can't, there's no other way you can do that. Apart from, of course, the challenges, but... But the thing is, uh, it's not real people that you're playing against. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, it's bots. Huh. So... That would explain why you would get Japanese names in the middle of, like, when you're, um supposedly collected to european servers or american servers yeah that's the thing is like it's the names make it look like it's uh online multiplayer with like real humans because it gives all of them names it's like but i was also wondering about that because i mean i didn't start with i started with peach and toadette as character options i don't know what you started with um bowser and toad yeah um and I've just stuck with Bowser. <laughs> I've just stuck with I thought Toadette. There would be like uh, I was bargaining on there being like an interest, like the meta game of the stats and everything. Mm-hmm. But you generally want to go for heavier characters, but yeah. of course, I realized this wasn't proper Mario. Okay, but... <laughs> that that was something I was wondering about though. Like, did everyone start with the same characters? And if so, how are there? Why is there such variety in like the character choice of of the other players? But. Right, like someone have like the super rare characters and it's quite a low level race. Mm-hmm. I also noticed, like, I guess that, like, now I think about it, it kind of makes a lot of sense. When you restart every week, it felt like even though I was in the lower leagues, surely I would still have a lot of competition. I guess the, there is the tier system, which I think is how they sort it out. But it's still, I, I guess it explains why you're not always constantly up against incre- like really tough competition. Mm-hmm. you're against very easy bots yeah i'm suspicious like i think they drift into banana peels when you're behind them too like right because i i was playing this morning and i was in third place and there were like two people in front of me and they both hit right. they both hit banana peels so that i could pass them like i'm not sure human players would would uh behave that way yeah right even like the the console bots on easy wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have one last note here. Oh, yep. wrap up this discussion. Um, and I guess I'll say I think one of the best things about having a video game like Mario Kart is that it's something. It creates something that like everybody can relate to. Yeah, of course. Like and... there have been, it's been quite nice. Like yeah. Even though I've disliked it, I have in like it's been nice talking to people about this game. Like, um, I would I would straight up tell them, oh yeah, before like before we have this like, discussion, I just want to say I, I I slightly dislike this game, but I still play it. Yeah, but I mean like, but it's been nice to talk about like, oh yeah. Well, it's... I don't mean Mario Kart Tour. I just mean Mario Kart in general. Right, in general. Yeah, like it's, it's... It, it feels like it's like the idea of like a blue shell kind of yeah. transcends like all the mario karts of like oh yeah i I understand what that is like that's like worst. i've i've seen many uh like even the most reserved and humble men swear at blue shells mm-hmm. even the most <laughs> courageous <laughs> cor- courageous warriors fall to the pressure of getting a coin when you want a um, coin. right and i would say i would say rainbow road is right up there on like yeah classic video game like shared suffering yeah 
across generations because it's in all the games. Different yeah, and variation. even in eight in in deluxe, it has a new uh, the new version, the N sixty four version, and like even I think the NES version. Yeah, like all mo- modernized. Yeah, so it's um, three de- generations of suffering in one. Mm-hmm. And I think. Rainbow Road on Mario Kart Tour gives the complete wrong experience. Yeah, it's too easy. It's like like way too the, easy. It's it's like you know, one of so the easiest ones. And it, the um the bit where the road splits off and there's the two thwomps. Yeah, the jump in the middle. You're in the actual game. You can only really make that jump if you use a mushroom. Right. On tour, you just go. You can just drive into it and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Like, and and one of like the worst things about Rainbow Road is how like there's no there's no walls. Yeah, of course. Like, so you're yeah. constantly falling off the track. Yeah. Um if you don't like make the turns right. Yeah, of course. But in in tour stupid. like there's the smart steering which you can't even turn off completely. So yeah. like I I was playing Rainbow Road earlier uh with the smart steering supposedly turned off. Right. Um, and you still couldn't fall off. And I just let it drive straight towards the edge of the cliff without touching anything without even attempting to turn and it just like made me bump into an invisible wall and then sort of like drive along the edge and like turn and like continue racing without me doing anything it's like yeah that is if children grow up thinking that's what rainbow road is um they're not gonna be able to relate to the rest of yeah. the world. <laughs> My first time playing Rainbow Road, I didn't even complete one lap. Yeah. L- like, it's a, that's the experience you're supposed to have. I is cried. You, God you, damn it. You fall <laughs> and you die and everyone else beats you and you're a loser. And you have to get better. Oh, no. Yeah, like, the, the, the way I learned about Rainbow Road... Like, I learned, yeah, the way I learned video games weren't always fair was Rainbow Road and, it's on the wheels, Rainbow Road and, oh, what is it, the toad, toadstool thingy? Um, yeah, I couldn't drive in a straight, like, I didn't get the controls yet, so mm-hmm. I would always drive off the edge and give up. Right. Because I didn't get drifting or tight turning or anything, because I was a, yeah, and that, I learned the hard way that, you know, Mario Kart is an art form. <laughs> it's just like it, you know. It leaves something to like be desired or further. Yeah, it like aspires. You, you can like aspire to be like good at the game and be like, oh, one day I'm gonna be able to do Rainbow Road without falling off a cliff. Yeah, and like, it's like in this one, it's like your dog can do rainbow road without falling off the cliff you just put the phone in front of them and it'll drive itself like <laughs> it's there's no like, challenge get like a treat to make his like so he steps on the phone occasionally just to guide the <laughs> i i have fallen off a couple times that was just because again of the triple mushroom because i would only expect one mushroom to go off but then all three so i couldn't yeah corner you, right. You ha- but the thing is, you have to basically like mushroom off the cliffs if you want to go off the cliff. Yeah. Or use the gliding. Or, you can do. Yeah. If I did I glide the gliding. Hit mid-air. Just to make sure it was possible. I was like on like Neo Bowser City or whatever. Yeah, um, that was the one I I fell. That was the like there was one corner on Neo Bowser City where it won't stop you. Mm-hmm. 
and I think it's the like the second to last corner before the end. And yeah, the only times the thing is the only times I got knocked off it was like a a red shell would hit me and I was already quite close to the edge, so mm-hmm. I'd get spun out and then fall to fall down. Brings you back very quickly too, but that's a, yeah, that's would, something I've said about Mario you, Kart. You don't have yeah, you'd have to do like wait for like deluxe go as well. Pick you up. It just goes like the screen goes black, comes back in, and there you are. Yeah. Like one time I was first place, fell off, still in first place. Yeah. <laughs> at, yeah. At least at least Deluxe has has Lakitu. He's fast. Um, like yeah. he doesn't set you back nearly as much as like say like a double dash. But no. But at least it's like he's there. This one is just like just does the little like circle thing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the startup you just have to hold it on two. Mm-hmm. Whereas most other Mario Kart games. The whole nuance and like the knack of it is getting it as close to the end of the two seconds as you possibly can. Uh, uh I guess. Was it? I uh, double dash. You hit right at where it says go because you have a right, second yeah. person to kick off. Right. Yeah. That makes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that, um, double dash. That makes sense. Mario Kart um, Eight. I think. I think it's the same as Wii, where you hold it down. Yeah, you hold it down around two. The quicker. You, yeah. Uh, but I think... This one is very if, forgiving, I think, though. Yeah, it's as soon as two begins. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've but also done yeah. it where I just... I start let pressing it. it right away, and then I let go, and then I start pressing it again, and it, it'll it accept it. Like, it'll give me the boost. Oh, yeah. The, I think on Deluxe, if you do it perfectly on three and then one, it'll let you do it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you have to have just, a certain amount. Yeah, because I think... Different games have always done it differently, so I think it's probably just to do with them trying to make it one comprehensive single thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's it's just disappointing more yeah, than anything. I, I think because it could have been a cool thing, and it's like yeah. So we've been, what, we've been pl- yeah, like two, three weeks now, and to not even have like multiplayer, yeah, with, with other people like on Mario Kart, it's just like what's the point? I yeah. think if you're if you're not going to have multiplayer and, and not even and you're not like going to make strangers it, multiplayer like a functioning like game multi- like yeah. then yeah the challenges just do the challenges yeah just lean into the the one thing that like is actually decent yeah <sighs> um did you have anything else to talk about um i don't think so well um i guess yeah, I don't know. It's just sorry to end this episode on a <laughs> on a downbeat, sad boys review of Mario Kart. But you know, yeah. well, um, if you're keeping up with the MBBC, the last of yes, the, the last Hitchhiker's Guide episodes will be following this. So yes, so we haven't quite decided what we're gonna do after this if we do another book uh yeah but maybe yeah maybe we'll figure that out between now and next episode yeah but um yeah it's been a it's been a definitely a a lot longer episode than we probably first intended it to be it's the halloween special it's that's it's the halloween bonanza all right see you around mentors yes have a good halloween night Ooh. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs>
Chapter 32. So they get away from the mice. Yeah, and as the klaxons are just going ape heck, screaming emergency, whatever. Has it been, wait, has a klaxon been an established thing, or are they, uh... Um, but yeah, um... I don't remember. I don't think so. <laughs> so, okay, that's just an interesting thing. Sorry, it's like everything is something in section 8a, all, like, hands on deck, essentially. <laughs> and then the mice just, like, uh, yeah, they're kind of just scurrying around there, the mm-hmm. broken fragments of their... Oh, yeah, we never explained they have, like, glass, like, transports. Isn't it just like a whiskey glass I can hover? Yeah. Uh, but, like, all this over just, like, a hunk of flesh. <laughs> yeah, found two pounds of brain or whatever. Yeah, and then they're quickly trying to come up with a, a, a good idea. Uh, and it's like, how many roads must the man walk down? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it it sounds genuine enough, but again, vague enough that no one will look into it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's, yeah, like, they, they were trying to think of, like, questions, since they don't, they're not going to get the brain, and it's like, like, six times seven is, like, too, like, literal and, like, boring. Yeah. It's, like, not much to talk about there. And, is that another one? Oh, yeah. Well, it's yellow and dangerous. <laughs> Which, like, doesn't match the answer of 42. <laughs> No. Um, it's just as confusing as if you just gave the answer by itself, you know? Right. So, like, if not more confusing. <laughs> yeah. How many roads must a man walk down is like, eh, yeah, like, that could be, that could be taken literally, but it could also be, like, a metaphor, like, there's a lot Like, of... how many paths in life must you take? Yeah. How many, like, how many steps to success, or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like, how many different, like, stages of your life, or, like, what, like, there's, there's a lot of ways to, like, interpret it. Yeah. That leaves, like, lots of room for them to just, like, yeah. be, like, BSing on uh, talk shows. Yeah. But um, our four heroes are legging it, um, and they panic and go and hide in a computer bank. Right. As yeah, because... The police, like, are raiding a planet. Yeah, these <laughs> these two cops show up, and they're, like, trying to get Zephod to come out. They're um, very r slash I am very smart cops. Yeah. Um... <laughs> They're um they're also like they're like uh we don't want to use violence like we don't condone violence or whatever. <laughs> We're liberal cops. <laughs> uh, but they're like repeatedly like shooting at them and like talking about how they might have to blow up some planets. <laughs> they're like we'll blow up this entire planet and then maybe if there's some on the way you know just just maybe maybe a few <laughs> others just <laughs> for being nearby. But they're like yeah we really don't want to have to shoot you. Yeah, it's I don't I'm not the type of cop that like shoots people and then brags about it to my friends. I'm the like the type of guy that like shoots a guy and then apologizes <laughs> to my girlfriend profusely. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, "Oh, well, I've I've written many novels. None of them are published." So you <laughs> so I'm not in a great mood. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're like, we don't, we don't want to shoot you, but we're just going to arrest you and then beat you up a bit, but not too much. <laughs> very, very strange characters. It's also a little bit weird that they're having, like, they're, like, pinned down, but they're also just having this full, like, conversation with these guys. <laughs> uh, whereas, uh, yeah, Zaffold's like, you know, I kind of liked it when they were shooting. <laughs> yeah. 
they're like, oh, come on, just just listen to us. It's like, why? It's like, because it's going to be intelligent and quite interesting and humane. <laughs> this chapter was quite interesting and humane. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's very intelligent. We we leave our heroes where all where the computer they're hiding behind is slowly just melting <laughs> as everything is falling apart and they're all just terrified. <laughs> chapter thirty three. Chapter thirty three. Uh, I guess as a minor recap, they're currently trapped behind a computer as it's being blasted to bits by the uh, cops that came to get safe release. Yeah, and then suddenly just kind of stops after hearing like a weird like gurgling slash like gasping noise. Right. So Ford goes out to see what is going on, and they just he just sees the two cops lying uh, supposedly dead on the ground. Mm-hmm. He puts his hand on his the, on their guns, checks their vitals, and yep, yeah, they are dead. Or to put it as the book put it, after prodding around a bit. <laughs> Well, see, this is like a classic, like an early right. Doctor Who kind of like, yeah, they're they're pinned down and they're getting blasted at the end of the last chapter, and like, yeah, and then suddenly the next chapter it's just I, like, I, oh, and the and the thing that was shooting at them just died randomly. Yeah, whereas in the radio show they actually just straight up get exploded. <laughs> um, <laughs> like um, in the radio show, what would be the end of chapter thirty-two? The narrator's like, at the beginning of the next chapter, you will hear this noise, I and mean, it's an explosion. And then at the beginning of the next chapter, you hear that explosion. Mm-hmm. Or next, but we can talk uh, about we'll, episode oh, or whatever. We can bring that up later on. Yeah. Um, I actually, yeah, I need to listen through the radio show all the way. Yeah. That would be... The radio show does have some... Yeah, again, we'll talk about this more in later on BBCs, but yeah, there are some, like, interesting differences in the gags. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they're like, oh, this is weird. So, uh, Zephard and Forward grab their guns... Yeah, they grab, pick up the dead Popo guns, and they jump onto a space... Oh, um, right, yeah, the, um, the cops were Blagulon Kappa, which are like a methane-breathing life form, uh, and for some strange reason, their backpacks were, that, like, were, uh, with, like, a computer chip that was supplying them with their oxygen, uh, not, their methane was, like, destroyed... And they're like, that's weird, because they normally have backups on their ships. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Very, very, very mysterious. Um, and then yeah. they, on their way out, they find uh, Slarty Bartfast left his air car. Yeah. And it just says, this is probably the best button to press. Yeah. <laughs> left them a little and note. It's like, uh, but, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. And that will lead into the next one. Chapter 34. So, the... Uh, so that yeah, they're now on the air car, which is going at R seventeen through the like like the tunnels that lead led to this um, dining area, right? And apparently, R is like a, a a measurement of velocity, which consists of like three main points, which is health, mental well being, and not being more than five minutes late. So R um, seventeen is quite an arbitrary figure, like an arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Measurement, I suppose, because it's yeah. Um, sometimes yeah. it's unknown because the last, the third, um, the third of the trifecta is normally unknown. So, but they finally get back to the heart of gold, and it's again like early morning, and they actually see the um, the Blag- the ba- the Blagulon Kappa police craft. Um, 
which is parked right next to them. Yeah. And it seems to have gone completely dead. Yeah. And it's, uh, quite like this, like the letters of varying degrees of size and unfriendliness, which is very, um, greatly contrasting to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the uh, Galaxy, saying don't panic in big friendly letters. Mm Mm-hmm. So nobody seems to care about the ship, really, except for Ford. Yeah. Is just curious and uh, goes to investigate the dead police ship, and they and he find he stumbles across Marvin lying face down in the mud, <laughs> and um, Marvin's like, oh, "Don't don't don't worry about me. I'm fine." <laughs> or not, well, I'm not fine, but I know how everyone hates me. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> as it turns out, Marvin was getting really bored. And so he, uh, yeah, um, went over to the police ship and explained his worldview to the ship's computer. And it promptly killed itself. Yeah. So I guess it turns out Marvin saved them unknowingly? Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they'll hop in the pot of gold and that's where our, our chapter leaves on. The, yes. Mm-hmm. Where the chapter leaves off. Mm-hmm. Not any other state of being. Chapter 35, the final chapter. As they're going in the simulated nighttime of the Heart of Gold, Zaphod is trying to make sense of everything under the small palm tree, which I guess is from when, you know, the whole whale and, uh, um, was it Petunias? Yeah, it was the Petunias incident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he does this by slamming pangalactic gargle blasters down. Right. Which he invented. Yeah, yeah. Ford and Trillian are discussing life and matters arising from it, or, yeah, just talking in general, and Arthur's just kind of doing, like, the whole hunched in bed reading. Reading the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna be here, so I may as well just, like, (laughs) do stuff. Right, gotta learn something about this galaxy he's now living in. Yeah, well, he's always lived, right. Uh, (laughs) Well... He's never yeah. lived outside of Earth, I guess. So I guess, yeah, he's... Mm. And he reads um, an entry of, about the history of every major galactic civilization. Right. And how it goes through three distinct phases, which is... Um, Survival, inquiry, and sophistication. Also known as how, why, and where. So <laughs> it goes from how can we eat to why do we eat, and then where shall we have lunch? Um, <laughs> but... uh as soon as, funnily enough, as soon as he reads that, Zaphod asks him if he's hungry, and Arthur's like, oh, yeah, I could eat. Well, Zaphod sets course for the restaurant at the end of the universe. Indeed. And uh, that, my friends, is where we leave off the final chapter. <laughs> Purely uh, coincidental, the the next book is titled The Restaurant at the End of the Universe. Yes, uh, fun- <laughs> strangely enough. In this trilogy of five parts, that's the last chapter. So, uh... Yeah, this episode won't have a voice open, like voice, like an opening, because we didn't plan this far ahead. Episode thirty-six epilogue. Uh, we're doing a general overview slash review slash uh summary slash uh uh slash tribute slash epilogue. Right. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, that's what this. It's like uh, it's it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> We're tying up loose ends. Yes, essentially. So, <laughs> yeah. So we successfully read all of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The, yeah, with the first book of first uh, book the of the trilogy. primary phase. Yeah. It took us nine months. Is it that long? <laughs> I think yeah, nine months. We started New Year's two thousand eighteen. Such well, yeah. The epilogue is now going to be released. Yeah, <laughs> about nine months later. So yeah, that's. I thought we started like I think we started January. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we talked. Yeah, we started January. I think yeah, but we talked about it December. But yeah, I think yeah, January is when we properly started so... actually. In any case, less than a year. Less, less than a year. Was our goal? Question <laughs> mark. So yeah, that was we we were well within our goal. So yeah, kind of still thinking if we should do another book or put the creative efforts of MBBC into another thing mm-hmm. or other such things. Right. But uh, how did you um? How did you find it? Like yeah, it's it wasn't it was it wasn't too hard of a read. Like it was just but yeah. Oh yeah, the the book was great. Um, I th- I felt like it was interesting. I don't know if I've ever. Um, I don't like... think I've read like. Uh, I think it's the like the one like a very good but like I say one of the best books I've ever read. But as in like, it was good at telling jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I've normally read like comedy books in the past. Like that the that one that very good at telling jokes. Like the jokes were more basic pun types, but these were quite subtle, dry humor. Yes, yeah. because it was a Radio Four um, radio show. That the humor is a bit more, I guess, refined for the the general British population. So it would be a more more dry and uh, subtle. Right. I think it also the humor translates really well into written form. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a radio show. Like, yeah, you don't have to rely on any visuals for like. Of course, jokes yeah. to be funny, like like I think I've I've heard this. Uh, people always say this of like always say this like when you listen back to audio things of comedians and they're like, see, <laughs> for those listening at home, that was funny because like because I pulled a face, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like oh that doesn't yeah that doesn't translate well, but this definitely this definitely worked quite well. Yeah, but yeah, but um, I think it was an interesting experience, like talking to you after every chapter and like really analyzing yeah stuff. Um breaking down the dialogue <laughs> interactions but yeah it, um and the characters were likable for the most part even like the supposed bad guys were quite nice and yeah i say bad guys they were just people that wanted to take arthur's brain for money mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah they were quite enjoyable characters as well but yeah, we talked about the radio show and the radio show is actually quite interesting in comparison to the book um like the last it's relatively the same. Like, some of the jokes change. Um, like, when we introduced the Ford, the radio show's like, in thirty in approximately 30 seconds, uh, we will meet Ford as he comes and says, Hello, Arthur. <laughs> Which is uh, quite a funny bit. Or, um, yeah. Or, the mm. com- like, the ending of the book is completely different. As in, the end of the radio show actually cuts in kind of into the beginning of the... Uh, restaurant at the end of the universe um right and... which is so, so it just goes them... into the second book probably yeah so instead of them being like oh let's go let's go there the computer they're hiding behind explodes which 
I don't guess the explosion was powerful enough to send through time and space into the restaurant at the end of the universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, all kind of weird stuff happens there. But, <laughs> yeah, that was a, a big difference. But also, like, yeah, it was quite nice hearing jokes that you've read, like the wristwatch, the recurring wish, uh, hatred of wristwatches. Uh, sorry, electrical wristwatches. That was quite funny. Um, yeah, the I guess the time based jokes is like the one kind of joke a radio show can do that doesn't really translate yeah. to a um yeah like referring back to a previous episode or like a or just saying like in about 30 seconds for it's gonna yeah yeah of course say hello oh, right, yeah because it's like you don't know how fast the reader is reading it you can't say yeah in 30 seconds that, like that only works in the radio show yeah it doesn't at least it doesn't work quite the same one of um, the times i listened through it on um I listened through it, I would actually, whenever the narrator said that, I would start counting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was actually, like, very accurate, which makes sense. But yeah, it was all quite well done. I mean, it was written by he uh, Douglas Adams, he was quite, he's written quite a few things. He even, he directed Doctor Who for a hot minute, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was, uh, like, the doctor, was it? chief script editor or whatever, Tom Baker. Yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I was going to say, um, in the miniseries of Hitchhiker's Guide, um, Peter Davison, who's the doctor that came after Tom Baker, is actually plays the uh, the food at the restaurant at the end of the universe. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a fun piece yeah. of trivia, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's, um, it was overall a very good book, yeah. Like, the, um, the actual, like, literacy... Uh, like literal literal devices used were quite good. Like the um, like the whole like uh weird ways of describing things was quite um was like very clever. <laughs> like the floating in a way bricks don't and mm-hmm. um oh, there was another one. Oh, it was uh, Arthur guessed wrongly. <laughs> that was quite a good one as well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. This was this was enjoyable. Um, mm. I'm sure we'll probably do more MBC in the future, but yeah. We just need a book. Um. But it's just a matter of of when that may happen. Um, hmm. But, you know, stick around. You're probably... There will probably be more of this. Yeah. Or uh, let us know if this is something that you enjoy. Yeah. For sure. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I guess you found out some uh, sad news as we were reaching the end of the book. Yeah, so I think October 4th or 3rd. Uh, Stephen Moore, or the the voice actor of Marvin in the original show, and I think he also was the robot in the miniseries. Yeah, he did the voice of Marvin in the radio and in the in the yeah. miniseries. Uh, and he did loads of other stuff for the BBC. He passed, and we just thought, yeah, we would put this here as a small little tribute to someone who was quite dedicated to not just um, Hitchhiker's Guide, but also just uh, entertaining millions mm-hmm. of people. Oh. He was in an episode of Doctor Who as well, yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, yeah. He, he has done quite a few things with the BBC. Yeah, he was in a couple of shows as well. But he was, uh, I think, on the eulogy that the BB, uh, BBC do, because they normally do that for actors and, uh, and such who have passed out. Like, he was one of like, the busiest people um, voice actors for the BBC, because he was just doing quite a few things. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Like, they have like, just a lot of uh, actors that they can, like, oh, you can do this and this. Just because of how they're... Yeah, we thought we'd just put this here. It would make sense to do it right at the end of the... Like, the tying up loose ends and over yep. the, uh, overall final statements about the book. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I think this has been 
a fun little journey we've gone on together through how many pages about well I hope our books are differently page 129 <laughs> pages mine ends on I guess redacting the yeah so 129 pages of stuff <laughs> yeah um wait I'll get you a page count I'd say that counts as a page because probably most chapters end with pages like that um mine says 143 which is disappointing because it could have been 42 <laughs> the forward and stuff should we just have the audio fade out at this part where we're talking about page numbers <laughs> yeah that really trilly font of an old movie. Should it say the end or should it say like uh like la f- la fin or la fin or whatever? <laughs> or just fin, that's right, yeah. <laughs> 